Reversible controllers. Laptops doing yoga. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. My story today is technology news. This story is from IGN.com, and the headline is, PlayStation announces an accessibility controller kit for PS5. Ooh. This is a story from CES 2023, which is going on right now. Um, and I think you have some stories from there, too, I do. Which I don't know what they are, but yeah. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, if you don't know what CES is, it's... Wait, wait what is it? It's the Consumer Electronics Show. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we tend to... If you don't know what CES is, neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> we tend to bring stories from there every year when this happens because there's a lot of fun technology things. Yeah, especially fun technology things that never actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're like hypothetical prototyping things. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a real thing, so that's... I'm excited. So, PlayStation has revealed a brand new accessibility controller kit in development for the PlayStation 5. So, it's not available to consumers yet, but it seems pretty close from what I've seen. They've named the project Project Leonardo. It's like the code name. And uh, this was revealed this week on stage at a presentation at CES and later detailed in the PlayStation blog online. So Project Leonardo is designed to, quote, remove barriers to gaming and help players with disabilities play more easily, more comfortably, and for longer periods on the PlayStation 5 specifically, which I think is really cool. Um, Sony said the new controller was developed with contributions from accessibility experts, community members, and game developers. The product includes a kit of swappable components, including a variety of analog stick caps and buttons in different shapes and sizes, um, and players can customize their button mapping on the controller, um, and they can, you know, like the physical buttons can be moved like around. Swapped on it. in and around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw yeah. this thing. It's kind of like, kind of like a musical keyboard, but wrapped around into a circle with like yes. the keys facing out, but they're big keys. Yes, and each of those keys is a button. I'm Correct. trying to think of a way to describe it. In an audio medium. I, yeah. I have, a, I have a picture of it since you already saw it. I'm also going to try to add. That was a very good description. It's like around a disc of buttons mm-hmm. where the buttons can be like put wherever you want on the disc and then mapped the same way as a normal controller would work. Yeah. Um, and I imagine so. the way you would use it is you'd kind of have like two of these things and like be able to like use a mm-hmm. hand to operate each one of them. Yeah. Which, um, is, which is pretty clever, I thought. I think the design is very clever, yeah. It makes a lot of sense to me. And I, they also said that it can be, like, you can mix and, like, you can use two of these controllers or you can, like, mix it with, like, a regular controller. Or you can even have, like, three of them set up. Like, you could do, like, if you want a second person playing with you or whatever, they could have one, a regular one. And then you could have like one or two of these other ones also like playing the same Uh game at the same time. Um, so they made it really versatile and adaptable. And I think it's a really clever design. and It's really cool. That's yeah. No, it's, it seems like a a nice advancement in like accessibility for video games. I know Microsoft had some, like has some existing accessibility Mm -hmm. controllers. I don't remember how similar it is and, 
so, style, but it's similar in function, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this article did mention that, that they, there's like an Xbox accessibility controller that they released like a couple years ago, I think, maybe like 2021, if I remember correctly. Um, but I tried looking at a photo of it and I didn't, um, I think it was, it looked more like a, and maybe I wasn't looking at the right thing, but it looked like it was kind of like a, like a box design with like buttons on it hmm. potentially. Um, so it was just a very different look than like what, what this is kind of going for. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought that was cool. And it's nice to see the um, game companies like paying attention to things like this and trying to make their games more accessible to more people because right. they're super fun. Yeah. Both of us know. Well, yeah. And, and I, for stuff like this too, like I always wonder like once I get older, like, and if I'm not able to manipulate like a regular controller, will this kind of stuff, like, will this be useful for like elderly gamers? That's basically? a really good like, point. Cause I'm always wondering, it's like, is it going to get to a point where I can't like manipulate joysticks? Like I can now like, or analog sticks like I can. And like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be real sad if I'm like old and can't play games. Cause that's like my retirement plan. <laughs> i hadn't thought about this but it's my new retirement plan is to have a vr system and just be playing i mean yeah by that that, by that point too maybe we just can play with our minds and won't have to worry about any of this um the the games will have advanced a lot by that point Uh so who knows what they'll look like but they'll just be generated by ai probably no but i mean that that's a really good point like if you like I don't know if you have to, even if you just have like arthritis or something different, different right. things that can affect your you know this could be more comfortable yeah mm-hmm. more ergonomic and everything so yeah. I thought that was really innovative yeah cool stuff my story is also technology news as was hinted at earlier uh, yeah just a lot of stuff coming out of CES so. Um, this one is from Ars Technica and the headline is Lenovo's yoga book, uh, 9i, these names are terrible. It's an unprecedented laptop for people who hate foldables. Um, so yeah, it seems like every year at CES, there's like a bunch of companies that are like, we're making foldable screens and (laughs) like, everyone's like. Do we want those? <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like I know anybody who is interested in these. Um, but uh, so this is something from Lenovo. It's a laptop that's technically foldable, but instead of like one screen that has a weird crease in the middle, it's just two big screens that are connected by a hinge. I'll show you. Okay. It's interest. It's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah. The <laughs> this article starts with the not at all biased headline or uh, first line. Like it or not, companies are set on making foldable PCs a thing. Um, so I feel like they're coming into here with coming into this with a perspective. Probably, um, but uh, they point out that foldable PCs are very new and have their faults, uh, from durability and compatibility concerns to the crease that can visibly run down the display's middle. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I still don't like. How will you ever get past that? Like. If you want to have something that truly like folds in half, I don't understand how. I don't know. Maybe somebody else. I don't. It. I don't either. They haven't solved it yet. I'll say that. <laughs> um, so this uh, yoga book, as they call it, announced at CES in Las Vegas, aims to boost pixel count in a way that feels both more and less obvious. Uh, they replaced the keyboard, the keyboard and touchpad, with another laptop-sized screen. 
Um, so it, yeah, it has two 13.3 inch OLED panels connected by a sound bar hinge, uh, and each screen's brightness is individually adjustable. Um, so this is so the keyboard is a screen. The keyboard can be a screen, but they also have a physical keyboard that you can attach, and you can do things like this. Oh, you can basically have like a dual monitor setup. There's like a kickstand behind it. If you're wondering how it's staying, yeah, upright. I actually was wondering that because <laughs> uh, like it does. Okay. The keyboard obviously does not have enough weight to do that itself. But yeah, that's interesting to me. Um, I agree, I agree that that so. Is, but. I'm yeah. kind of intrigued by this. Uh, it, so yeah, it, it comes with a physical Bluetooth keyboard that you can use either detached from the device, or you can like you can even dock it to one of the screens. So you can have like the two screens folded like a laptop, but just dock the physical keyboard to one of them. Um, and also, you they also have like a virtual keyboard on the lower screen if you want to use that instead. Like so, if you don't want to bring around the physical keyboard, so you can have it look like a regular laptop, but then with an extra keyboard in front of it, and yeah, the, so the the surface in front of your keyboard is a screen. Yes. So here's like a couple of the ways you can put it together. Like here it is, in like as a book, um, you could have it as a book, but like propped up. This is the back view of the one where they've got like the screens on top of each other here. You've got it like folded to use it basically like as a stand for itself. If you want to watch TV on it, this is an interesting one where it's folded so that there's a screen on either side, which they suggested you could do like a presentation on one side and notes on the, and like have notes for yourself on the other and like a small group of people. All right. And the, and yeah, and there's where you have like the keyboard dock, but then you also have like a virtual touchpad that you can use instead of a mouse, but that's also the screen down there. And you could also just remove that and like have a phys- a virtual keyboard. I I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> what are your feelings? I don't trust my feelings because. <laughs> Do you not trust your feelings? You don't trust the key the uh, the left. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is invoking similar feelings of how I reacted the first time I I saw Apple announce the, the iPad. Hmm. At that time, I was like, why? Like, you're just, this is the same device as the iPhone, but it's, it's just, just kind of bigger. <laughs> and you're making it like this huge deal, but it's just kind of like a little bit bigger iPhone. I don't think that was, I don't think that was right. I think that the iPad. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think I the think iPad was pretty successful? I think the iPad was pretty successful. The one, including <laughs> like the one to your left, <laughs> the, the one in front of you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We both of us are using tablets, yeah. so yeah, like it seems like my fir- like my first impression of this is like, oh, they're just trying to come up with like, look, you can put it like this, but like, what is the point of putting it like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's it is actually really innovative, and I think there are probably situations that you could you could actually do new things that aren't possible with current laptops with me if you have something like this. So yeah. I think it's cool, or even just like. The ability to have a dual screen, like a two screen monitor setup with in like a portable device, like that's yeah. huge. Because like I hate using just a laptop by itself. Because for my job and just in general, I almost always have Same. a two monitor setup. And Same. like this seems like a pretty decent way to have. Like obviously, you to have the two monitor setup, you'd also have to drag around the physical keyboard, which kind of decreases portability, but it's like it's still way more portable than a desktop. Yeah. So I don't know. It's or or like a second monitor, like an external monitor to plug into your laptop or something. And 
it's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of a neat idea, I think. Um, unfortunately, it is twenty one hundred dollars. Or I should say, it starts at twenty one hundred dollars. So yikes! Um, and they're expecting to release it in June of this year. So oh, okay. It's pretty far along. Hmm. Um, I think it's a neat idea because, like, yeah. I'm not interested in a foldable, like, an actual screen that folds. I do not think it's ever going to look good. I just, I, I just can't imagine they're ever going to come up with a good solution to that. Maybe they will. I'll probably be proven wrong, but so far I haven't. <laughs> um, and it feels like every year they keep trying to push it. Um, but this, I could kind of, I can get behind because it's two, just two separate screens, right? Like. I know. And I loved my Nintendo DS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess same I could, idea. <laughs> that's true. That's actually yeah. Just plug a controller into this, <laughs> and you basically got one. Um, <laughs> it's all, and they're both touch screens as well. So it's kind of it's cool. It's a I, neat idea. It is neat, and I, I actually I like the two monitor setup, and I like the idea of the like folding where it's like one on either side. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like that just. Even though I don't know what I would use that for, I could see that being used for a lot of things. It'd like, even be fun, like if you were in like a group of people and you wanted to show like a YouTube video, like you could have people on both sides of the table that could see it yeah. just fine. Like think about all the times you've like put a video on like your phone or something and like had and everyone's had like, like, has, like oh, how can we all see this? Yeah, whereas like this would be the perfect great. solution for that. Uh huh. Just saying. I, I'm even thinking for like educational purposes potentially, like you could have mm-hmm. like. Um, I don't know why my brain went here, but like people, someone on one side is like quizzing you or something, and the other side they're you're like entering. I don't know. It's just like yeah, and like some kind of application like where it like it feeds your answers to the other side. Yeah, and like they can see in real time and kind of yeah, yeah. It'd be that'd be a neat application for it. Definitely seems like there's there's something there. Yeah, if it gets widespread adoption, like I could see people coming up with some pretty clever. So like yeah. things to utilize. I think so it. too. That's really cool. Yeah. I thought so. All right. Let's do some breaking news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today and we read them to you on the fly. CES 2023. Ready, set, go! go! Okay, so I found this actually also on IGN that was just posted today, but it's not really technology or it's not CES <laughs> focused, but um, so apparently the third avatar movie is it's coming out tomorrow. Is coming, it's, it's coming out already. <laughs> it's already done. Um, it's been confirmed that it's going to feature like fire Navi, like okay, fire so people. We did forest water and fire now yeah and everything reason- changed when the fire yes. <laughs> that's exactly what i'm gonna bring up okay like <laughs> hopefully i don't know if everybody listening to this has seen you know avatar the last airbender if you haven't not the other avatar go watch it not not, not the, this avatar not this avatar the Cartoon, yes. <laughs> Avatar: The Last the Airbender. The other cartoon Avatar. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome show. The two D cartoon, not the three D cartoon. Yes, the two. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes, I guess that's. A... <laughs> I wouldn't call that a cartoon. Yeah, you I know. Three D things it's a cartoon. Mostly three D animation, though. So, is it a cartoon? That's a good. Yeah, does three D animation count as a cartoon? I don't know. I thought I was thought to anyway. No. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Awesome, awesome, awesome show. 
My husband and I actually just rewatched it recently just because, because it's like just still good, even after all these years. Anyway. Yeah, it holds up really well. I've, <sighs> I've, I've also watched all of it not that, so good. not that long ago for the first time, but yeah, I loved, yeah. It. I loved it. Um, So that show is all about like the elements and people that can manipulate them. Uh-huh. And the seasons <laughs> are, there's three seasons and it's water, earth, and fire. And this avatar is weirdly going in this elemental direction. And like when they, <laughs> there was actually like a me, I'm not even joking. I, <laughs> I follow this page on Facebook called like avatar memes or something for the show, the, which avatar? the 2d, the, the 2d. Avatar. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, not this one. And there's a meme going around about the way of water about like, Oh, if the third movie is called like the fire nation, Avatar Fire Nation, like, we're going to riot. Like, they're copying this show. And now it actually is. It's like, so everyone's like, oh, my God. The meme came true. Like, people were joking about that, and now it actually is the direction they're going. That's so funny. Like, what? So, yeah. So, anyway, that that's just my rant about it. But the news is basically that they've confirmed that there's going to be, like, ash people. like the and And they're supposed to be, like, kind of, like, not good. Like, so far, all of the... Oh, so the Fire Nation is evil. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? Like, it literally says in this, in this article, um, James Cameron, in early films, there are very negative human examples and very positive not-be examples. In Avatar 3, we'll do the reverse. We'll also explore new universes while continuing the story of the main characters. Um, I don't want them to introduce good humans. That's boring. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's going to be the Ash people and they're going to be like evil or something. Huh. <laughs> it's like, why is this? Where have they been in the first similar... two movies? I don't know. I guess and we I never saw the water that. people in the first one either. So I was wondering that too. Like, did I miss that? Like at the end of the first, isn't there a part in the first one where they like call a bunch of tribes to come help fight or something? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I haven't. You could probably tell remember. me like anything about the first Avatar. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I thought that that had happened for some reason at it's one like, point. Like on the first Avatar, Sigourney Weaver stabs a guy. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you say so. You know, I should remember this because I literally we we rewatched it to prep for seeing. The oh, you second did. Movie. So you yeah. seen it recently. So I've seen it kind of recently. Okay. And I still have forgotten much of stuff. Because the plot is just like... There's a lot. That... I'm sorry that I have to say that, but it just is for the first one. I just don't... Yeah. Yeah. It's for... You, Beautiful yeah. movie, it's, but... They're so pretty. They are. They really Can't are. Can't overstate how and, gorgeous and like what a technological feat both of them are. Yes. Like especially animating water is so difficult. Like yes. the fact that they did such an incredible job on in this one with... The like, animation the, in the, the new one. animation. Like, amazing. So cool. It's very good um, at that part. And I did say, I, I liked the plot of the second one better than yeah. the first one. I did say yeah. that. But anyway. <laughs> I don't remember the plot of the first one enough to know if I liked the second one better, but I didn't like the second one all that much. <laughs> We've already been <laughs> We've over already this. Been we do not have to get to this we, again. We went over this last week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, so there's the third movie, which I think we said this last week or whenever we talked about this, though, it's already been like filmed. Yeah, they filmed like all of them. So, they have like nine hours of footage or something ridiculous like in, that that they have to edit down to a movie. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so they're in that post-production editing phase. So they already know a lot about it, but yeah, it's going to be about the fire people. 
that who are evil. Who are and evil. it's like, that's what Avatar The Last Airbender was about. Stop copying them. Can they manipulate fire? Because technically, like, the, the water people couldn't manipulate water. They were just no. really good in it. Yeah. So. Same with the earth forest, which I guess, that's the standard yeah. for earth, I guess, is the forest Yeah, people. I guess so, the forest people. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to see. Because it's not very interesting if they just live in a hot place. Well, that's why I'm like, what are they? Maybe it's like they, they don't do. just like maybe swim like, in lava. <laughs> maybe they swim. Maybe they're like resistant to heat or something. Like maybe they can't burn. Like Daenerys Targaryen or something like you that. You can put these Navi in the dryer on high and they'll be just fine. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> they're resistant well, to heat. I'm just trying to think of like what's a practical application. Well, okay. So in the <laughs> in the water one, it was sort of like they could be underwater for like a long time. That uh-huh. was kind of their skill. Like it wasn't like a manipulation, but it was, they were yeah. like really skilled at Though apparently anyone can learn breath. how to do it with like a couple yeah. of days of training, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And they also had like more fin like appendages and stuff. That's true. What do you think the ass people will have? They'll just like be, Charmander they'll, just tails be on, or... yeah, they'll just be on fire. <laughs> they'll just constantly. be on fire constantly. <laughs> Oh man! Um, well, then I guess the fourth one yeah. is going to be about air, right? That's the only out element that, like, left. This entire time, there's been Navi living up in the clouds. <laughs> um, I mean, there are like do- canonically like a ton of floating islands in this universe. There so are kind of makes sense, and there's actually. all the flying creatures and stuff, right? Did they kind Which, of use that like already? Yeah, but. they kind of did, but they might. I don't know. Maybe they'll go further in that direction. Maybe these will have like a webbed membrane between their arms and their body and they can just fly themselves. Oh, they can just fly themselves? Yeah. <laughs> like they can just glide themselves. They okay. Can just glide. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is the last element though. I, I mean. Yeah. I don't know what else they would do. Unless, unless the original ones, they're going to say that was air. And that they're going to make like an underground like, deep yeah, earth these, people or something. These ones can breathe underground. <laughs> <laughs> They find them and they, find, they they meet them and they're just all with their heads stuck in the ground. <laughs> they're blind, they're like moles. <laughs> yep. That seems right. They're like echolocation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're bats. They're getting really speculative. They're bats. They're bats. <laughs> bat bat people. It's getting very speculative. Um yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that was announced or confirmed or something. I don't know. Yeah. One of one of those. Wild. That that, yeah. that 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 they actually went that way. Yeah, the, the, that's like, why it's funny. It's because there was they had this to me- know. like literally ever since people knew that the movie was going to be about water, this, that meme was like going around like next one's going to next be one's going to be fire, huh? And, and then it is. And then it was. <laughs> what? <sighs> right, this is from CNN, and it's another CES 2023 update. Nice. Um, this one, uh, the headline is the BMW I vision D is the names on these things. <laughs> is, <laughs> why are they all like, why are they all bad? <laughs> um, is a concept car that literally changes color. That's oh. right. They, they've done it. Um, well they haven't done it. They've just come up with the idea of it. But yeah, cause as far as I can tell, like there's just re- like illustrations of these things and they didn't make an actual product yet. Oh, um, but it seems like something we should be able to do at this point, right? I don't know. Um, basically, BMW unveiled a pair of concept cars at CES that show off how future cars might respond to the moods of their owners with moods of their own. Um, hmm. 
So the two cards, cars, which look basically the same, <laughs> uh, are both called the iVisionD concept. And the D is D-E-E, and that stands for Digital Emotional Experience. If That's unnecessary. That is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to do this. Um, yeah, so basic. one of the cars has color-changing panels, and the other one, I think, was more about like the interior. But they, they oh. look similar. Um, so last year, they apparently showed off a color-changing vehicle as well, but it just changed to various shades of gray, <laughs> which <laughs> is really funny. Because, <laughs> like... What? Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so this one, this changes into a, through a full palette of colors, and different parts of the car can even become different colors um, all at once. Uh, and also, even the wheels, like hubcaps, can change colors, too. So that's kind of fun. That sounds cool. Um like one of the concept images they had, it was like they just basically made a rainbow car. I was like, cool. Uh, so, so even the area around the headlights and the grill, which on this car is really a display panel, can exhibit different shapes and hues, creating something like facial expressions. So, like basically, they can like manipulate the shape of the front of the car to make it look like a mouth. Like what? No. Okay. Wait. No. They need to stop. I, to, I know this is. I getting, need to, I'm to, this is getting completely out of hand. Wait. Who? Sorry. Who was this again? BMW. BMW. Okay. <laughs> BMW. You need to you calm got, down. Yeah. Your cars are too expensive. You've made too much money. Um. <laughs> this is what you're coming up with. I, just, I don't want the front of my car to, to actually smile. Give it a smile. I'm sorry. I don't you don't want, want to be that. behind somebody in traffic and make a frowny face, and then your car also is like, yeah. "Why are you going faster?" I, I don't. Um, I don't want that. So it also has a heads-up display, but it uh, stretches across the entire windshield. So, like, it like actually projects images onto the windshield itself, which sounds dangerous. Um, <laughs> and this, and they said that this particular feature is something that they actually plan to put into real cars, like beginning in twenty twenty-five. That I've actually heard of car yeah. people like starting to do like that like with like directions and stuff like that yeah. seems fine but like it just I don't know, it sounds like it could potentially but, be very distracting right you don't want to go overboard with it because exactly like, you have to make it very clear like it's like oh that's not like you're not actually seeing like another car out of the side of your eye or something like i just feel like it could be very mm-hmm. dangerous if it's not done very yeah, carefully yeah um but anyway that's something they're apparently actually going to do um oh and in this concept car this is this it gets stupider uh, in a oh, concept oh, no. car. Images can also be projected onto the side windows. Um, for example, oh, oh, no. you can select a digital avatar that can be projected on the side window and greet you as you approach the vehicle. <laughs> I have no words. Oh, my God. Oh, my also, God. The, this is so unnecessary. The images in this article just look like something that, like, I don't know. I feel like an intern whipped this up in like a 3D modeling program because it just looks bad. <laughs> That's the concept. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's so ugly. That's and not also, like, this is the, I guess the digital app. That's the digital app. Okay. okay. Just like an anime girl. That does not look like, oh, this is a luxury vehicle. No, it really doesn't. Also, why did they choose like a white body and yellow wheels as the example colors here? Like, ugh. okay, when you first said this idea, I was excited about it, but the more <laughs> you've read about it, the more I'm like, oh, I feel like okay. you had the opposite experience you did with the foldable laptop as you did with this, where it's like that one you were probably more skeptical <laughs> yeah. and like 
it grew on you, whereas this one is just like, oh, color changing car, cool. It's like, oh, this is what? Why? Why like this? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Because, okay, all it needed to do was just have panels that you can set the color to whatever you want to set it to. That would be so cool. That's it. Done. Right? That would be really cool. That'd be awesome. I would would love I would love to have a car that I could like it's like, you know what, today I want my car to be green. Yeah. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. Just change it up. Get some variation. Why no, one thing at a time, BMW. Yeah, but they couldn't (laughs) discipline. The the keep it simple method. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. (laughs) They did not do that. It seems like they They were like, let's throw everything at this. And then make Maybe a really bad stick. rendering the yeah. night before our presentation. Oh, it looks off. It's like we know 3D modeling can be done better. We've seen Avatar. I okay. I could have made a better model than that in SolidWorks, just based off of like the one class I took ten years ago. I feel like I'm not even joking. Like it's yeah, it doesn't look good. It looks like it looks like one of those like derby cars that you make as like a kid in like shop class where it's just yeah. like barely the shape of a car. Yeah, that is what it looks like. like and they like stuck a sticker here? to the window. It's I'm really sorry to whoever made that rendering, but I'm not. You did a bad job. <laughs> Alex is sorry I'm not. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.